Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Pastor Charles Russell with the Church with Legs, Cries in the Wild Ministry. I have a quick word I want to share with you today, and it's about the importance of knowing your word and executing your word. When I mean the word, I'm talking about the infallible Holy Writ, which is the word of God, which we know as the Bible. I want to call your attention swiftly to uh, St. Matthew chapter 4. And what we want to look at is the temptation of Jesus. Um, starting at verse 1 in Matthew chapter 4, it says, Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city, and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple, and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written, again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them, and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then Jesus saith unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. A key thing to remember in this particular passage is one that Jesus was led up of the Spirit into the wilderness. He was not led by the flesh, which goes into the saying in the scripture, walk by sight and not will walk by faith and not by sight. So here we see Christ was definitely walking by faith and not flesh or sight. He was led up of the spirit into this wilderness. And the key reason why he was led to the wilderness by the spirit was to be tempted of the devil. Now, a key element also to remember is that the scripture in the book of James chapter one says that God does not tempt any man to do evil. Neither is he tempted of any man to do evil. So who was being tempted in the wilderness, being that Jesus is both fully man and fully God, is the flesh of Jesus Christ was being tempted, the man Christ Jesus. Now, it, notice it says um, in verse two, um, when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he afterward was a hunger. Well, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. So if we look at things chronologically, it was after Christ had completed his fast of 40 days and 40 nights in which indeed he was hungry that Satan came to tempt him. Now, notice that Satan did not come during the duration of his fast, knowing that Christ would not have broken that fast. One thing that it's important to remember is that after a fast is complete, you have every right to eat at that point of time. So his most vulnerable part of his um. Um, most vulnerable time to actually tempt Christ would be after the fast was complete because he would have every right to eat at that point of time. And we know this is true because the first thing that Satan tempted him with was food, something that would nourish his physical body. And that is why he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. He was offering something that would suffice and nourish his body. One thing to remember about Satan, he will never offer you anything that is going to be beneficial to your soul. He always will offer that which is beneficial to the flesh. Knowing that Christ, the man Christ Jesus, was hungry after this 40 day and 40 night fast and that he needed something to nourish his physical body. That is what Satan came to tempt him with. Now, we have to look at the response of Jesus in verse four. He says, it is written, 
Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Now, we do know that the body does need physical nourishment, but more importantly, the soul needs spiritual nourishment. Notice that Jesus Christ responded to the provocation of Satan with scripture. It is written that man shall not live by bread alone. And this particular reference is coming for Deuteronomy 8 and 3. So he's referencing the Holy Writ and the scriptures, if you will, by saying that man shall not live by bread alone, meaning man's main reason for existence is not only to nourish his body, which is why he said not by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. The word of God is the bread of life. And indeed, Jesus himself is the word of God. John one and one. So he responded with what is written and not angry or not how most of us would respond impulsively and out of the flesh. Now, that wasn't it because Satan is very um, he's very motivated and he's very tenacious, if you will. He doesn't give up easily. So verse five, he comes back and he takes him up into the holy city, which is Jerusalem. And he sets Jesus on the pinnacle or the highest part of the temple and said unto him, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down for it is written. He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou shalt dash, dash thy foot against the stone. Now here we see Satan take the word of God, particularly a reference from um, Psalms 91, 11, and 12, and he contorts that passage to make it seem as if this is something that we should do to tempt the Lord by um, putting ourselves in harm's way to see if God will give his angels charge concerning us. When that scripture particularly wasn't necessarily focusing on Jesus, and it was out of context, and that's a lot of times what devil and the devil and his followers will do, is take scriptures egregiously out of context and misuse them for self-gain. So he's trying to take the Holy Writ and use it against the word of God himself. Yes, I said the word of God himself, because Jesus, again, is the word of God. But let's look at the response of Jesus in verse seven. It is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. That is a reference from Deuteronomy 6 and 16. Now that wasn't enough because now the devil takes him up into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And uh, he did prepositions that um, if the Lord will bow down and worship him, then he will give him all of these things. And then we see Jesus respond with another scripture. It is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him shalt thou worship him shall and only him shalt thou serve if you will and that is another reference coming from deuteronomy 6 13 as well as deuteronomy 10 and 20 so we see in all of these provocations the lord responded with the word of god the sharpest two-edged sword known to man and it cuts both ways he did not respond out of flesh he did not respond with his opinion he responded with what is written this teaches us a message one that the enemy is always going to attack you when you're at your most vulnerable in your flesh he's always going to give you things or try to offer you things that appeal to the flesh never things that appeal to the spirit as galatians says for the flesh lusteth against the spirit and one are contrary to another so he's never going to offer you anything that's going to benefit your walk with god he's only going to offer you things that are going to destroy your walk with god and only benefit your fleshly walk so we have to be mindful that these are the things that he will provoke us with and furthermore that our response should always be scripture this is why it's important to study to show thyself approve a workman need not be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth if you know the scriptures and you apply them in every facet of your life when the enemy comes to attack you 
you can draw these scriptures out and use them like the sword in Ephesians 6, 17, where the sword of the spirit was the word of God. Hebrews 4 and 12 says the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword to the dividing asunder of joints and marrow, soul and spirit, and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart of men. So we know that it cuts and that's how we can utilize to get the enemy off of us when he's provoking us so greatly. So I wanted to share this with you today. Get in your word. You're very knowledgeable of the scriptures, not only for wisdom's sake and not only for, um, you know, debate's sake or just talking about them, but furthermore, to implement them in your life. You need these scriptures to live on. They are the daily bread. They are the weaponry that you need to protect yourself from the um, attempts of the devil. So I pray to God that this is a blessing to someone. Please share this podcast. Continue to support the church with legs. We're going to continue to share sound doctrine, encouraging word and edifying things on this particular podcast. Again, this is Pastor Charles Russell. God bless you. Love you and be encouraged.